I'm ready to live, enjoy my kids, experiencing things that I never have did. That's why I grind for my kids and my wife. Need stability, but for my time to go fly. What is good, everybody? Welcome back to our podcast, Same Ish Different Dad, where we talk dad shit and what the world looks like from the dad lens. As always, back from a long vacation, I'm joined by my co-host, the OG DB, Daniel Ball. DB, what's good? What up? What up? Man, glad to have you back. This week, we're taking it a little bit off tracks. We are not going to have a guest. We are going to dive into some real dad shit, though. DB, I need your help, man. This is a subject, really, that strikes fear into dads across the globe. The bedtime routine. So, DB, I talked about this with, a, you know, with you, with several people, right? So, this is my fourth kid. So, I've done this before. You know, when kids are little, they sleep a lot, right? You know, the, and, and the golden rule is never wake a sleeping baby. But at some point, they get older, and you got to have that structure and that bedtime. And like I said, I've done this three times now. We're on the kid number four. And I think it's he saved up all that easy that I had. And he's giving it all back to us, man. DB, I got to ask you, man, give me your bedtime routine, and then I'm going to tell you mine to see where I'm going wrong. So first, let's, let's start with this, man. You know, before kids, how sweet was that bed, bedtime routine? Man, it was great. I just went to bed when I wanted to, and I didn't have to think about nothing. Yeah, and now there's just so many rules and so many. It's, it's like I have to check all 35 of these boxes every single night the same way or like it, it's just catastrophe and like we we just can't get to the point where we're ready to go to bed so i mean i, I i've said this and i say this all the time there's no manual for parenting and there's probably a chapter in this unwritten book of, of how to be a parent about bedtime routines but I'll, I'll start with mine. So, you know, bedtime for us, all right, it's, it's um, later than normal. And some people, you know, are going to hear this and they're going to be like, man, that dude doesn't know what he's doing. And I will completely agree with them. I don't. I have no idea what I'm doing. Um, but, we, none you of us know, do. yeah, uh, it's true. So, you know, at, at 8.15, you start, like, getting it in Bella's head that hey we're gonna start going getting ready to go to bed we're gonna start shutting this thing down all right um you know we you know 8 30 bath 30 minutes in the bath we're out at nine o'clock we need to be in that bedroom like getting ready however here's the problem once you get in the bedroom you think that's it but that's not it man then that's when all the work starts it's like okay I got to turn on the lamp. I got to turn on the noise machine. I got to turn on the nightlight. All three of those have to be on. Then we have to get in the bed and we got to play this game. This nightlight right, will be any color you want it to be. But I have to say red, green, red, green. And then she picks one. And it's never the color that I want, which whatever. <laughs> But if I don't say red or green, like we don't get any further in this process. So then we get past that. Now we're laying down in bed and now it's all right. You got to read a book. 
and this is the the dreaded question that you have to ask is well what book do you want to read if you're anything like me you got a thousand books to read so then it's like all right which one do you want and then it's a another four or five minute conversation and you finally decide on the book and it's the same book every night it just takes four or five minutes to decide what book that is um anyhow you read the book she reads the book mommy reads the book everybody's got to read the book once so 15 minutes later it's like you know 9 20 now and we're still nowhere close to being ready to close our eyes and turn lights off so then we 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 cover up we close our eyes we turn the light off and then we go and we got to sing mickey mouse clubhouse every night every night and y'all think i y'all think i'm joking but like this is the if one of these steps is skipped or not followed you're starting over we, you got to you got to and red heaven, or green yeah heaven forbid she wakes up in the you know fairly quickly she's coming out there she's getting you and we're starting all over again so eventually we sing the song we say our good nights we close the door and we go into the living room where now it's it's michelle and i's time to kind of wind down and, and you know it might be an hour it might be 30 minutes but it's important time to us you know and for every parent out there that loves their kid they also love the fact they're asleep and they get a chance to just be with themselves for just a few minutes too um but yeah the hope is that she doesn't come out there and and take away from that time but dude it's it's exhausting like it, it it's one of the the greatest times because they're very sweet and loving but it's so like it just drains you it drains you it does indeed man so so we and you, and I should have known better. You, you mentioned it though. We don't know what we're doing. I committed the cardinal sin. Uh, my wife and I, Haley, we we committed the cardinal sin of allowing Elijah, our youngest, to sleep in the bed with us. Now this started because Eli was breastfed, and it just made the most sense, right? You know, he's beside. He wakes up. She goes, whatever. So that made the most sense. And then that just turned into kind of like his security blanket, right? He's sleeping with us. Well, now you fast forward that this last year, last October, he turns three years old. So my kid is, uh, he's my kid's pretty big, right? I mean, he's like 40 pounds, right? He's got his legs kicking around. It's getting uncomfortable. And there's also like no privacy, if you know what I'm saying, right? So um, there's no mommy and daddy time because, you know, we got four kids, right? So imagine having to do this routine. Thank God mine are like spaced so far out in age that I got to, almost 16 year old that just does his thing. And I got a 12 year old. I'm going to be honest with you guys, everybody that's listening to you, my 15 year old and my 12 year old, I tell them this every single night. I don't care if you go upstairs and I don't care when you go to sleep. My only rule is number one, be quiet. Don't wake everybody in the house up. And number two, when I come upstairs in the morning to wake you up, to take your little funky ass to school, I don't get no lip and you get up. Now, does that happen every morning? <laughs> Absolutely not. Now, Stella, that little girl, she don't play about bedtime. We tell her, go to sleep, turn your TV off. Boom. Within 30 seconds, she's like, all right, I ain't playing no games. I've been waiting on y'all say that all day. Eli's another animal. So Christmas time, DB, I'm going to lay the scene out for you. We, 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 his birthday, we hyped it up. You're going to sleep in your own bed. We're going to get you a new bed. So we finally do, man. Man, we scoured the market. We get him a cool bunk bed. It's got a slide on it, DB. A slide on the bed, bruh. 
He's supposed to be sleeping. You see him in the camera. Yeah. He's down there. Yeah. Just yeah. So that's number one. So I, when I, we say we have a dad cast, it's not because DB and I are saying we know what we're doing because clearly we don't. But this is the real struggle. Maybe somebody has some some ideas for me. So we, we put him in there first night. We put it together. We got it in there. It's no problem. Stella's like, you know what? I'll sleep in the bed with Eli. And I'm thinking like, well, as long as he ain't in bed with me, I don't care where he sleeps. So he sleeps in the bed. It's all good. Goes on for a couple of days. And then Stella wants to go back to her bed because she got a brand new bed, desk under it. She's got the whole thing. It's a big, huge bed. Takes up half the room. And uh, all of a sudden he starts waking up or getting up out of his bed and coming in there a million times to our room. Mommy, daddy, I'm thirsty. Mommy, daddy, I'm hungry. Mommy, daddy, I got to go to the potty. Mommy, I mean, to the point where you're frustrated. And I don't want the last thing that I my to be getting on to my kid right before he goes to sleep. But then it gets to the point where he gets combative and he starts crying. So this is my biggest question for anybody that's listening or you. At some point when you're sleep training these kids, do you let them cry it out? Do you sleep in the bed in their bed with them? Do you lay in the floor and beg them for mercy? What do you do out here, DB? So Bella is always, we've been blessed. She's always been a very good sleeper, right? Never, you know, maybe first thing in the morning, she'll come and crawl in the bed, but it's not long. Um, and she's sure as hell not co coming anywhere near that bed at night. Like last night, rainstorm, you know, it, it, it was bad weather right outside our window. She was scared. So what do I do? I dad up and I say, I'm all right. I'll just lay in here with you. That's a mistake. Number one, fellas, because if you think, and I can sleep in anything and anywhere, but if you think you're going to get some sleep next to your kid, you're not like, I don't know how they do it, dude, but it's like they sleep. I felt like she was standing up sleeping at one point. <laughs> and she probably and was. Then she was she was backwards on the bed her feet was in my face and her head was down by my feet i don't know how i didn't even know she was that long but now like it, anyhow i ended up getting out of there but i i say this that she sleeps very well um and we're very lucky that she does but i don't there was a point in time where it was crying and it was a short amount of time but we just let her go man let her go it was hard because we had the monitor on and we we did it probably much we had the monitor on much longer than we needed to um but it was just kind of this thing that we started and we did and it was always what you did and i eventually was like you know what we gotta turn this off and after a day of of anxiousness and anxiety and and not a very good night's sleep eventually like we slept better and she slept better and you know there it was there it was man but well, we we did exactly what you did like we we pumped up like her getting a new bed and not just like a a, a, a toddler bed we went and we bought her a regular full size like you know we're gonna get you a big kid bed like oh yeah we did it up and like she loved it. So I, I think that had a lot to do with it. But, you know, we were lucky in the sense that she is a good sleeper and she doesn't really bother us too much. And if she does, then I'll, I'll take one for the team and lay in the bed with her and then hop out when it's time. That's where we've gotten to where he, he's, he's getting the hang of it now. But let me tell you, man, there was about three or four days 
And my wife is a no limit soldier and she can, she can hear this crying and I'm not talking about crying. I'm talking about hysteria. And one night I'm in the living room, uh, you know, in my house and Haley's handling the bedtime routine. I'd already tucked him in. She's taking him back to his bed, putting him back in there. You guys say he starts crying. So she shuts his door because he's screaming. We got three other kids that are trying to get some sleep, got school, da, 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 bruh. This kid gets up and starts beating the door. I'm talking like it sounded like the police. It, I was like back in college or high school at a party. I'm like, oh, they coming in. So and that's and I even mentioned on the show before that I'm like he finally we, I go in there, calm him down, you know, man, come on, we got to get you to bed. So, you know, get him to sleep. I lay in the bed, you know, it's a bunk bed. So the bottom is, you know, the full twin, whatever it is. So it's super small and I'm a bigger fella uncomfortable as hell i get up cricking my neck the whole thing finally goes to sleep i'm tiptoeing out of there he wakes up daddy where you going oh man i about just fell out right there on the floor so we're finally getting the hang of this but now he comes in there still three four five six times a night man and you know what this leads to right because now he's just not going to sleep till 10 10 30 11 he's got to be up in the morning stella gets on the bus at 8 30 he goes straight to daycare and it's a nightmare so that's kind of why i want to move into this next thing you guys, obviously, the working thing, the morning routines. For us, like I told you, with my older kids, I don't have a morning routine with them. They get up, they do their thing, they get in the car. I don't even talk to them most of the mornings because they're both teenagers and, you know, they're kind of funky in the mornings. And I let them have their time. If they want to talk, I'll talk. If they don't, I'm cool with that. But these two little kids, man, now this is where they differ. Stella, one, one false move. And it's game changing over, right? Brushing hair, brushing teeth. If one thing goes wrong, and I will give my wife all the credit in the world. She figured something out. If you can get Stella to eat something when she first wakes up, whatever that is, yogurt, fruit, apple, whatever it is, it's like a switch, man. She's hangry, I think, when she first wakes up, DB. So for I say all that to say this. I think for us and, and probably for you guys, too, it's just finding whatever works. And you mentioned it. There's no manual to this. We're all figuring it out. You got to find what works for you and what we found. Well, we're still finding it for Eli bedtime, but in the mornings with Stella, it's getting her some food in her system first thing and kind of tiptoeing around some things, right? For Eli, if he gets a proper amount of sleep, that kid wakes up, he's chipper, he's me in the mornings, and maybe Stella's more like, Haley, I love you, baby. But for you guys, what's that morning routine like? You know, it's – um, I, I – I can only tell you the morning routine on the days that usually on, on a Saturday if Michelle's working. Michelle is like, man, she's she's the boss, man. She gets after it. She gets it done. Like she's the king of the morning routine. She wakes her up, gets her ready, uh, breakfast, walks the dogs, does gets herself ready, has all these things that she's doing and and gets out of the house and gets gets Bella to school, you know, on time. Like I, I I'm amazed by it every day. Um, but I, I, I can tell you what I think the routine is. And and much like like Stella, one little thing and it could be like the it's like the world is ending and like we we just can't get over it. Um you know if, if we have she has three different toothbrushes. If you don't make all three toothbrushes for her to use, like it's the world's in. And, and Michelle gets frustrated because, 
like Michelle's like, all right, we got to go. We got to get out of the house. Like, I got to do this. Like, let's go. And like, Bella has no concept of like, of like urgency. And so there are a couple days, you know, every other week where you can tell like it was a, a rough morning getting out the house. But usually it's it's wake up, you know, you turn on some Mick, you know, you, you get a, a quick little little pack of, of whatever, a, a little chocolate milk protein drink. And then while she's doing that, you're feeding and, and walking the dogs and getting yourself ready. Once you do all that, then it's then it's go time. It's like, all right, now we got to get your little punk tail ready for school. We got to brush that hair, get it all, all the knots and stuff out, get it styled up, you know. And and you know, once all that happens, she's usually good. She's ready to go to school and get out the house. And you know, she's got to be at school by nine. What I will say is, I struggle because either. And it's probably because Michelle's told me what the routine is. And I'm just like, nah, I ain't doing that, sh that stuff. I, I got my own thing. So those days where it's just me, like, it's a struggle because Bella's like, we don't do it that way, daddy. That's not how mommy does it. And I look at her and I go, guess who's not here? Mommy. Look around you, Bella. Oh, and, and then, like, if I got to do anything with hair, like, I start having a full-blown panic attack. <laughs> I, I got one style and one style only. Ponytail. You know, put it in a ponytail and roll with it. And, like, I just pray that she's, like, like that she doesn't ask me to do an Elsa braid or some some Ooh. bullshit like that because I'll be like, baby, I hate to break your heart, but I, we, we're not doing that today. Look, man. It's not. The, that brings fear back into my heart. So after uh, I got divorced, you know, obviously single dad thing. And uh, embarrassingly enough, I had really never done Lila's hair while Brooke and I were married. Right. Cause you know, she could just do it. And uh, I happened to see a YouTube video one day and I know you've all seen it to this point where the dad took the hose on the vacuum cleaner and put the rubber band on it. Well, let me tell you how desperate I got DB. I tried that now. It got to the point where I could do the ponytail because it was even the ponytail was a big struggle for me. Uh, but, you know, for me, when especially as a single dad, now it's easier. Haley's, a you know, she's awesome. She can handle all that and she can do every braid in the book. But when it was just Trey and Lila and it was just me by myself and I had to be at work early, I had to be at work at 730. So and I lived in Oakland, so I had to have these kids dropped off by 630. So. You know, they go from being with their mom where it's like lax. They get to sleep in. For me, you got to wake you up at like 545, 6 o'clock. It's a culture shock, right? But we, we powered through it. Um, we had some really emotional moments. And I'll say this, having I got two boys, two girls. Um, there's a pretty vast difference when it comes to the range of emotions. But there was a lot of moments where I just had to, you know what, I'm going to be late because Lila was having a meltdown. And we've talked about this before. To us, it's trivial. It's frustrating. They don't understand. They got no concept of time. But to them, it's life-altering, man. That's real stress, real pressure. You know, I mean, one morning I was late because Lila's socks were crinkled in her toes, bro. So I'm like, bet. We'll fix that real quick. Nope. That wasn't the answer. Uh, and one thing that I've done with Stella, uh, and it's going to sound silly, but we just talked about it. We're negotiating with terrorists here, which we're not supposed to do. One morning, I just happened to go in there and wake her up, and I said, good morning, uh, princess, right? I, I bullshit you not. She asked me to do that. Every night, she'll say, daddy, can
can you come in my room and say good morning princess when you wake me up so now the routine is i go in there every morning after i drink my coffee do my thing read a little book and i get up there on her little bunk bed because it's like six feet up in the air and i say good morning princess and i carry her into my bed and lay her in there so I, you know, all these things are, are silly and goofy and whatever, but it goes to the point that this, this is what being a dad really is. For those that aren't dads that are listening, your life is about to be taken over and you will be negotiating green light, red light, and three toothbrushes all the way down to daddy, I got to pee for the 15th time in the last 10 minutes. I mean, is, am I summarizing that up right? No, that's that's 100% accurate. I, I will say this, though, for all the dads out there, it's it's okay if you can't do hair it's okay it's all if, good if you're late it's okay if your kid has a meltdown because you're not doing something and you can't really understand what it is that they want that's okay because you know at the end of the day in 10 minutes from now it won't even be a, a problem oh it'll, they're, they're it'll moving be, on it'll be, it'll be something else so um, you're right though. You know, it, it's crazy how it's the little things that you don't think are important that are extremely important to them. But I, I did want to ask you, do you have to wake up Eli and Stella or do they wake up on their own? Oh, I got to wake them up. So this week is, is spring break. So I have not been waking them up. And this morning, uh, even though last night he went to bed at a decent time, probably nine 30, that little dude was still sleeping at 930 this morning. Man. I mean, they, Stella gets up pretty early. She probably woke up at 839. But, of course, my teenagers, you yeah, you ain't getting them up right. ever. But, yeah, man, yeah. there's some sleepers, bro. Man, I it's no fail. Bella will wake up every morning. It, it'll She will be up. And when she's up and those feet are pitter-pattering across the floor, it's on. Like, it's she, game time. I, I don't know how they do it. Like, I'll wake up and I need like five minutes to come to. It's like she wakes up and she's like, daddy. Like she's like on another level, dude. I don't, I don't know. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. Whatever yeah. they have, I need some of. If we could buy, I, you know, look, I've said it since I've had kids, man. If we could bottle it up and sell it, we'd be rich as hell. We wouldn't be doing a free podcast. And we wouldn't need all these energy drinks and all this, man. Just, get a little bit of that kid stuff and boom so i roll for the day a little bit off topic you know this week has a uh, spring break here in uh the memphis area and so we d- we aren't going to go anywhere this year we um have a trip planned later in the year that you know about can't say it on the air because my daughter might be listening at a later date however uh we decided to do a staycation so let me run down the first couple of days you're from memphis right so day one we go to the Memphis Zoo, always a hit, right? One of the best zoos in the country. So we start spring break off with a bang, DB. Let me just break this down. So we go to the zoo. I have to leave. I got to go to a one quick work meeting, and I do that. I get, a, I get a call from Haley. I'm still in this meeting. She knows I'm in this meeting. So I'm looking at my phone like, you know, what the hell? So then she texts me, hey, don't be alarmed. Of course I'm Immediately alarmed. Immediately you're alarmed. <laughs> I'm alarmed. Uh, uh, she says, Eli, you know, he hit his head and I think we're going to have to take him to the minor med. So I'm like, Oh my God. So long story short, we go to Baptist pediatric. They were great. Shout out to all the ER 
over there. He ends up getting three stitches. And I say all that because I said a lot of things that he did earlier that make, make him sound like he's a little bit of a brat. This dude, he ain't even cried, DB. This man got three stitches directly in between his eyes, didn't even cry. Let me tell you how much of a boss he was. They told him when they were coming in what they were going to do. They're laying it out to him, right? And he's looking at him, and he's like, okay, yeah. And she's like, how old did you say he was? We're like, oh, he's three. He's going to be four in October. She's like, oh, my God, he's so calm to be three. They put the numbing cream on. They come in. They tell him, hey, after we get done, we're going to get you a popsicle, bro. He's like, oh, what colors? So we get through that madness. Now, first stitch goes in. You know, he's winced a little bit. Second one goes in, and she can't quite get it. She's having to pull, push, 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 push. Bruh, I, it was hurting me looking at it. So he starts talking himself through it. Damnest thing I ever seen. He's like, I'm getting a popsicle after this. I'm getting a popsicle after this. As his blood now is gushing down his face, not to be too graphic. But the man was a whole, whole G, man. So he got popsicle. I took him. I told him, whenever you want to leave here, he's like, what are we having for dinner? I said, whatever you want. You want. So, yeah. So, so we do the zoo thing. Get the stitches. Next day. Well, today, I'm going to go to today real quick because this was actually his best day. We tell him we're going to take him to the Children's Museum, right? If you've ever been to the Children's Museum in Memphis, it's, it's really awesome. They got an outdoor thing where you're playing and all the things. But here's the problem, man. We get there at noon. It's 3, 3.30, 4 o'clock. This man done done everything three, four times. My older kids are like, they're over it because it's really not for them. It's for the – but we had a fun family-filled day. This dude don't want to leave, bro. However, his here we go back to negotiating with terrorists. Yeah. So I'm over there, like I walk off and I'm, you know, over there with my older kids doing my thing. Somehow he comes bebopping over and he's like, All right, dad, we're leaving. And I look over at Haley and she's like, I don't know. I just told him we were leaving. So we're leaving. I'm like, so shout out to Haley. To back you don't even you, you don't even want to know what I, I think she him. threatened his life. I'm not really <laughs> sure. I won't say that on air in case DECS is listening, but Yesterday, because I skipped over that, I t- it was a boy's day and a girl's day. We separated, man, boys against the girls. The girls, I don't even, I'm not even going to tell you what they did because I don't even care. But the boys, we went to see the new Batman movie, bro. So I don't know how into Batman you are, anybody that's listening. I recommend going to see it. Here's what I don't recommend. Taking a three-year-old because it's three hours long, DB. Mm, I got saved that, by the bell. You need that app. You need that app that tells you when it's okay to go pee on the down downtimes of the movies. I didn't even know that was an app. That's an app. Yeah, there's an app. Oh my goodness, you're giving some. I bet people listening don't know about that app. What, do you need to figure yeah. out what app this is? I'll I'll, uh, I'll find out what app it is and, and we'll put it out on on Facebook. But yeah, there's an app that tells you every movie that comes out. It tells you the best times to go pee. That's actually funny. But so I get saved by the bell because. You know, the Dark Knight, I, I mean, it's the Dark Knight, the Batman, it's super dark movie. It's loud as crap. But my man fell asleep 10 minutes in and woke up with 10 minutes to go. So saved by the bell, get home. And my wife is home. They done got nails and doing whatever they did. Hobby Lobby, bought, spent a bunch of money. And uh, she says, well, how was the Batman? He looks at her straight face. It was great. I loved it. <laughs> so that's the recap on the staycation i don't even know what we're going to do the next two days but that's the recap for us man man that's uh how's the the time change you got you got kids of of different you know ages like is it difficult is it easy like for me like i kind of know what to expect 
but it's never like the it's the time change is always a, a mother you know it's been tougher for me i think than them because it's like weird because i wake up at the same time and it's like super damn dark outside mm-hmm. but thank god we're on spring break this week so we really haven't felt i haven't felt a lot of the pain man because i haven't been let them stay up a little bit later let them you know get up a little later but no trey's still waking up trey's like a clock man my oldest is like a clock he gonna wake up at six o'clock regardless he can go to bed at 2 a.m or 11 p.m or seven o'clock the night before he's still waking up at six he's a machine i'll get it trey yeah i hope it serves him well we were talking about we'll have this topic on another podcast my man's fixing to enter the workforce db and he's really laying out his options so I'm going to have a segment on one of these, and we're going to decide on the on the show from the options Trey gives us where he should go to work. <laughs> I can't wait for this. This is going to be it's great. Be- That'll be a segment. So for everybody, this week we wanted to do a little something different and hit on some real dad topics, you know, the bedtime routine and the morning routine and do a little recap on the staycation. But we appreciate you being patient and joining us on Same Ish Different Dad Podcast, where each week we're going to tell stories that are real and raw and show what it's like to be a dad in the real world. And our hope was that you got something from us today, even if you just laughed at us for not knowing what the hell we're doing. Don't forget to join our Facebook page, Same-ish, Different Dad. Like, share, and subscribe to us on Apple, Spotify, and for you loser Android users, Google Podcast. You can also check us out on Same-ish, Different Dad Podcast.com as well for our latest blog post. See you all next week where we have on our friend and fellow dad, Brent Biggs. We're going back in the interview game, and we're going to talk about adoption again. But this time, this crazy man adopted three kids. I can't wait for you to hear the story. But for this week, for DB, I'm Randy. We out. I'm ready to live, enjoy my kids, experiencing things that I never have did. That's why I grind for my kids and my wife needs stability, but for my time to go fly.